Joys for Tots. Joys for Tots. The joy of living is in the giving. So let's give lots of toys for Tots. Toys, toys, toys for Tots. You can be a Santa if you will lend a hand. Yes, siree, there never will be an empty stocking in the land. Some have too many, some haven't any. If those who have give those who haven't, oh, what a Christmas day. The Marine Reserve will help you, will help you fill your sleigh with lots and lots of toys for tots. So give a little toy today. Hello there, this is Nat King Cole wishing you all a happy and a Merry Christmas and asking that you remember our less fortunate children by giving toys for tots. Through your gifts of new or good-used toys, you can make happier holidays for some deserving child in your own community. That's Toys for Tots, and give early. Welcome to A Break From The Grind. I'm your host, Jason, and this is my co-host, George. Say hi to the people, George. Hello, good morning. Is this thing on? Is it recording? It is actually recording. Are you sure? Finally recording. Jason, can you hear us? You meant Neil. Can you hear us? I can hear you guys loud and clear. All right, so today on our show, we have a special guest from the Clock Dodgers podcast. It is Neil. Neil, say hi to the people. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Just wait, we're just starting. <laughs> I said you're giving Jason way too much credit and you know that. <laughs> I'm trying to start off on the right foot thinking I can kind of push the conversation that way. <laughs> no, so to normally I give uh Clock Dodgers a bunch of shit because uh, they have a terrible podcast, but today it is all about the love. We are going to be doing our second annual FLA Toys for Tots Drive. Last year, we were super successful. We raised $1,000 for Toys for Tots. We went out and bought toys for the Orlando area. This year, because Neil doesn't want to drive, we're going to be going down to the West Palm Beach area and donating toys to the Toys for Tots in West Palm Beach. So this is the official start. George? It's not because I don't want to drive. I offered to drive. He did. Got to give Neil a little credit. He did offer to drive. But um, in the wake of... uh. Hurricane Irma and everything that's gone on down south, we just figured that we would head down there thinking that's probably the most hard-hit area. That's where people are struggling the most. Uh, so we're going to go down there and try to help them out a little bit. Is it that you're trying to get away from your wife, George? Because I feel like it's a, you're trying to get away from your wife. No, my wife wants to come down there with us. Oh, is she going? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> See? <laughs> See, I told you. It's, he wants to get away from... Neil, is your wife going to surprise you with Pro Bowl tickets this year? <laughs> yeah, can you let us know in advance, please? <laughs> My wife will not be popping up at any facilities with free tickets like your guys did. Hey, we had no idea about My that. My wife will just, she'll just appreciate the time that I'm gone, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I feel like we should say that the second annual FLA Torch Touch Drive, uh, once again, we do have three podcasts from... 
the Fantasy Life app that will be uh, pushing this thing forward. Um, This year, we have gotten rid of the OGs, uh, not because we didn't want them involved, but because they no longer do a podcast. And they hate kids. And they hate kids. They do. Mostly, Mostly because they don't have a podcast, but they hate kids. We have reached out to the FF Breakdown or the Fantasy Football Breakdown. Uh, with Mr. at Swagzilla Shane and Mr. Two Drink Minimum Jason. And they have agreed that they will be, uh, stepping up as the third podcast to help us with this drive this year. Can I ask you a question, George? Absolutely. Are they going to take a break from their 900th recording to actually come down and buy toys with us? Uh, Jason will be coming down with us. Shane, as you know, he lives in Detroit, so it's kind of a far drive. So he's uh, he's still going to be pumping out the episodes while yes. Jason's down in West Palm yes. Beach with us. Absolutely, he'll be edited. He'll be editing podcast the entire time. Yes, we he, we might have to call him on the way down there, on the way down to Neil's house, and do a podcast on the way down there, just so Shane can edit it. <laughs> Uh, so there's going to be a couple different uh, changes. Last year's Toys for Tots drive. First thing is a change that we're not using GoFundMe this year. GoFundMe is a wonderful site, but they take a large percentage. They take five percent. Um, and Neil was uh, nice enough to find you caring for us. It's a similar style site, all the same functionality. They take nothing. So the only thing we'll end up having to pay out of whatever you guys donate is the the transaction fee. Uh, for us getting the money out of the UCaring site and into one of our PayPal or bank accounts so that we can go buy the toys. So that's the first change. And we will provide the link for the UCaring uh, on our website. I'm sure Neil will share it as well. Um, probably Shane and, and yes, Swag. Sir. Yep. Um, I've also reached out to Yasin and Stacy with the Fantasy Life app. Um, they are 100% behind us doing this. Um, they're going to sponsor some posts for us. Yasin has already commented that he will be making a donation this year. So hopefully, you know, we're getting some good backing. Hopefully, hopefully we can get some, a little bit more backing from the big man. Maybe have him talk about it on his crappy podcast or maybe he could tweet it out and we could reach millions and millions of followers. Uh, so the second change, last year George and I each donated directly into the uh, GoFundMe account. We're doing something a little different this year. The money I'm donating went to purchase a Le'Veon Bell signed mini helmet. I'm not going to take any of the money back into that, out of that. If when we sell it, what we're going to do is we're going to have a raffle. So if you donate to our You Caring page, mention that you would like to be entered into the raffle for the Le'Veon Bell signed mini helmet. Uh, for $10, you can get an entry. Every $10 you donate is another entry. So if you donate 50 bucks, uh, you know, you get entered five times. That raffle is going to go for two weeks, in which time we'll do a live drawing of the of the name. We'll probably put it up on Periscope or Facebook Live. What George? We'll, we'll Periscope it. Yeah, George has got a Periscope account, so that's what we'll do. Yeah, and, we'll Periscope it. We'll put it on Twitter afterwards and all that. So and then it'll be on the up and up. And then we'll announce who we'll announce on the app who won the mini helmet. So, so that's another change. And then in two weeks after, after that auction's done, George is looking on pristine auction as well to purchase something. Um, and we'll announce what that is after he buys it. And, and then we'll do the same thing in two weeks. That's a second change. Any other changes, Neil? 
Nah, that's that's it. I think <laughs> yeah. we're we're trying to come up with creative ways to earn more money. Um, last year, uh, we set a modest goal to start of about five hundred dollars, and we literally blew that away within like five or six days. Um, we Jason said earlier we raised about a thousand dollars. That's not one hundred percent factually true, uh, according to. The GoFundMe was eight fifty five, well, but but what we did is we had people who donated cash, and instead of putting that into the GoFundMe and then having them take a certain percentage of it, we just held on to it. Plus, we used a whole bunch of deals and stuff at the uh, at the store to to get twenty five dollars off a hundred dollar purchase. So we got about a thousand dollars worth of toys, well, um, which was honestly that's the most important part. Well, and and just like this time, you know, locally. You know, I'm not going to ask, unless my parents want the autographed helmet, I'm not asking them to go to the website and donate. I'm going to ask them to donate in cash. That way, you know, and yes, it's a reduced percentage, but that way... The, we get the 100%. We get we're, the, we're not having to pay any fees. We're not paying like any fees on that. So locally, you know, if my coworkers donate or um, if, if family or friends donate, it's going to go straight into, you know, a pile of cash instead of going into the... Into the, uh, into the you account. caring account, uh, so we get the hundred percent of those donations. So our you caring account isn't going to be a hundred percent of what we raise, but it'll be pretty close. You'll be able to see exactly what we raise. Yeah, and and I'll be pushing this like I did last year. I'll be all over the Fantasy Life app. I'll be all over Twitter. I guess I'll reactivate my Facebook account, and I'll be all over Facebook about it, trying to get as much money as we can for the kids. Um, I, I think it's also important to mention for like people to kind of follow along, like with you know the podcast and uh you know the tweets and the periscope and all that kind of stuff because you know us being there like we felt it you know what i mean like we really felt it like it was pretty powerful so like i think if people follow along with those things they can kind of feed off of that energy too i mean it, it's hard to explain how good it felt you know what i mean so i think that more people can you know intertwine themselves in this process you know the more they'll they'll be able to help out and kind of feel how good it feels to you know to help help these kids out yeah. well speaking of which neil I'd like to talk a little bit about last year because when we started, like George said, we had a, a really modest goal and we more than, du- we doubled it, kind of more than doubled it. Um, and then when we went and bought the toys, we were lucky to, to go shopping on a weekend where Target had coupons where you could buy $100 worth of toys f- for $75. And the cashier was only supposed to allow us to do it one time, but because she saw what we were doing... She let us do it as many times as we want. And even better than that, when we were in the store shopping for toys, people noti- People generally notice when you have four or five carts full of toys. Especially and, security. Yeah, we did get, we did get, <laughs> we did get eyeballed by security. But um, somebody overheard us telling security what we were doing. We were, Security came over and was like, kind of looking at us like, what the hell are you guys doing with five carts? Or what kind of weird <laughs> scam are you getting ready to pull? And we told run them, the run, 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 run. <laughs> and, 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 they, they can't catch us off. So, you know, <laughs> um, so we told them that we were doing a Toys for Tots drive and a lady overheard what we were doing and walked over and donated, I believe it was $10 on the spot. 20. Oh, it was 20. Okay. Donated $20 on the spot because she thought it was a great thing. And it really is a great thing because people, especially coming out of the hurricanes, but you know, people are desperate this time of year. 
around Christmas to get stuff for their kids. Most people don't even care about stuff for themselves. But seeing the look of, of disappointment on their kid's face when Christmas comes and they don't have anything, that's what gets you. So uh, we, we went and took a tour of the facility last year when we donated the toys. Uh, Neil, to put you on the spot, what is the most vivid memory you have from walking into the into their facility? Okay, so I mean, I, I didn't expect it to even be that big of a warehouse and that filled with stuff. But I think like the thing that I keep seeing is like these piles of toys and it's like it was incredible like they had them broken down into like age groups whatever it was but just seeing the pile like they're basically like mountains inside this warehouse um which was not small so to fill this warehouse was was pretty incredible but just kind of seeing that and knowing like how the, how that was going to affect so many people like so many kids were going to come get this or they were going to be given out or whatever the process is but just seeing that and knowing what it was going to translate to was just it was pretty incredible to me because i didn't expect that to be that big of a thing i didn't i didn't think it would touch that many people my exact reaction to yours like the most amazing thing was walking in and seeing and they put them in garbage bags so the kids can't see what toys they're going to get until christmas morning yeah the black garbage bags, seeing black garbage bags from floor to ceiling in piles and then having them tell us like this will last for two days this will last us for two days and we're going to have to do this we're going to have to process these other toys to get more so, like, we went in on a Saturday, they're closed on Sunday, and they're like, these will last us through Tuesday. And then we start the pro- process all over again about rebagging these and handing these out. And when I say it was floor to ceiling with garbage bags full of toys for different age groups, I mean, and I'm not talking like eight foot ceilings either. I'm, it was, it was what, 25, 30 foot ceiling? It was probably about 25 foot ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say that this isn't like a normal, this isn't like walking to your house at a ceiling. This was like a warehouse, like huge ceiling. <laughs> and so I, I had the same reaction. The The lineup of bikes was amazing. And corporations, mostly corporations, donated a ton of bikes. Um, that was amazing. Hearing the stories of how they actually give the bikes away and, you know, that they can only do it for so many kids. So it's hard for them. They they said giving a bike away is the best and the worst feeling in the world because for everyone they give away, that's one kid that's not going to get one. Yeah, and they do it at random. Um, they pick the bikes at random. It's like a random algorithm they have in their in their site in their system that says, okay, this this kid gets a bike. And they say seeing the kid's face because the bikes are something they kind of especially when the kids are there when they show up it's hard to hide a bike you know there's not a, a bag big you enough to throw you can't well, I mean you can throw it in a in a in a bag if you'd like but it's 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 <laughs> you still got to wheel yeah. it out <laughs> yeah just just take the bike <laughs> so they said seeing kids' faces when they get the bikes is amazing but then realizing the kid behind them isn't getting one is is hard so and there's a lot of work that that goes on with that as well I mean. The people that run the warehouses, the volunteers, I mean, they give countless hours to, to make this happen. And, and it's, it's, if you've never had the opportunity to do anything for Toys for Tots or if you've never just bothered to do it, I highly suggest you go down to one of their warehouse, volunteer for a couple hours on a Saturday. It, it, it's a good thing to do. It'll make you feel good about yourself. And you will just be absolutely blown away with how appreciative people are and how how excited the kids get knowing that they're getting something for Christmas. Well, and that, that also goes to when we went and toured the facility, 
seeing the dedication on the the faces and the hearing the stories from the people that are actually doing all the volunteer work at these facilities you know some of these people and and most of them are retired but they're there every day 10 12 hours a day just donating their time because it means that much to them yeah and that was another thing that i took away is that it wasn't just it is for the kids 100%, but when you get into this process, it gives you something to it. It really does. You feel so much better about yourself as a person. And listen, I'm a terrible person. Yes, he is. He's not lying. <laughs> and that should be the, the drop at the end of the show. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> but, uh, I do the drop at the end of every episode, actually. <laughs> yes. The, the drop at the end of the show is Jason's, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> so, I'm a terrible person, but at least for, for a couple of days after we donated those toys, I felt good about myself. And then right back to self-loathing. <laughs> but, so, get back, getting back to this year, uh, guys, we're doing, like I said, we're doing a, uh, a You Caring site. Um, it should You should be able to find it if you Google second annual Florida Toys for Tots Drive. And you caring, we'll share the link. Neil will share the link. Uh, Swag and Two Drink will share the link like a bunch of times on their 9 million podcasts. A week. A week. And uh, and go on there and donate. You know, uh, $1, $2, perfectly fine. Anything you can give is perfectly fine. Uh, if you want to be in the raffle for the Le'Veon Bell signed mini helmet, uh, $10 is the minimum. If you donate 20 you get two entries. $30, three, you know, up and up and up. Please mention that you want to be in the raffle. That way I can look for it and count you. If you're on the FLA app and want me to make sure that I know that you donated, um, you, can d- you can tag us, DM us, let us know. I want to make sure I get everybody who donates who wants to be in the raffle. I want to make sure you're in the raffle. We know you're in the raffle. And, uh, and, and, and donate because it's really important. Neil, did you have anything you wanted to add for this year? That's, that's, uh, we pretty much covered it, you know, through this and the conversation, um, with, uh, the gunnies. I mean, I just, you know, I just want to tell people to, you know, to follow along, like I said earlier, to, to kind of fully, you know, fully immerse themselves in it. Because like I said, to, to be able to feel it and, and see it and all this kind of stuff, it just makes it that much more worth it. And if they can get, it does, don't forget, it doesn't stop at you. Like if you're listening to this podcast or you're on the fantasy life app, like it doesn't just stop with you. You can have friends, family, you know, coworkers, whoever else can contribute doesn't have to just be you, doesn't have to stop at you. Um, so, you know, try to pass it along and share it along. You know, people's word of mouth is the, is the strongest, you know, weapon we have here to, to kind of, you know, reach our goal. And that was, that's another thing. Um, internally, you know, so externally, the, the visiting the site and everything was, was my favorite part. But internally, like amongst us, my favorite part was hearing about how your mom got into the, the, the charity drive last year how she kept watching the the GoFundMe page and it kept going up and she she you'd tell us she'd call you and go, Hey, it went up another fifty dollars. You're getting close to your goal. That was cool too. Like hearing people get yeah. excited. Yeah, she was calling all the time. She was like watching that thing nonstop. I think she had like up on her computer just constantly updating and she just kept, you know, seeing it go up, seeing it go up. And then she was like, Hey, the goal went up and I'm like, Hey, we gotta keep going up. We keep getting more. We gotta keep going. <laughs> And so, you know, she donated and tried to get other people to donate. So, um, like I said, it's just the whole process is fun. And like you said, it makes you feel good and it's just for the right reason. So, um, you know, I can't find an excuse why everyone shouldn't help out in some way, shape or form. So yeah. I look forward to, um, you know, this year. And you don't, have, if you can donate, you don't, it doesn't have to be a huge donation. If you can only afford $5, 
that that's more than enough. Five, I mean, it's not more than enough, but if that's all you can afford, $5 will go a long way. If 10 people yeah, donate I mean, $5, we, we were then out you there, got we 50 found, bucks. Yeah, we found plenty of things for $5 or less. You'd be surprised how many things we can get with $5. I mean, so... Yeah. $5 is fine. Yeah, and if you can't afford to donate, listen, we get that as well. Share the links. You might share the link with somebody exactly. who will seem like, oh, you know what? I can I can give to this. And that's a donation that we would not have originally have had. Yeah, share the links. Share by word of mouth. Share with your pocketbook if you can. And if, if you can't do any of that, go volunteer. Volunteer at your local Toys for Tots. They would take it. And they need all the help they can get, trust me. They can. They process so many toys every year, uh, and they could use the extra hand. So to close this out, we're going to discuss our goals a little bit. Last year, we raised $1,000. My personal goal is to beat it. So personally, I want to see $1,000 in one. Technically, our goal is going to be 2000 to double what we did last year, and I think we can do that. Uh, I think we can, too. But... I also have a, another goal out there that we haven't talked about yet on this podcast. And we're not going to. We'll and, just <laughs> and we're going <laughs> to, if we hit 3000, which is it, which is three times what we, what we raised last year, George has agreed. And, and this is only, this is break from the grind esque. This is like our thing is a uh, really terrible humor. So, <laughs> uh, George at $3,000 has agreed to wax his taint. So if we hit $3,000 this year, there will be a Periscope of Waste Up video of George getting his taint waxed. And uh, so so really, I'd like 1,001 so I can say we beat last year. I'd like 2,000 so we could double last year. I really want 3,000 because there has to be video. And, and, and I could tell you the one reason I don't want it to be 3,000. Because I'm going to feel bad for some poor lady <laughs> who's going to wax my tank. We need to find out. We need to find somebody desperate enough to do that. You think your wife would do it? Nope. Yeah, I, I'm totally good with us getting $2,999. Yeah, me, me, listen, oh. me too. Oh, you, you, <laughs> listen, if we get that close, Jason's going to put it over the top. <laughs> oh, listen, if we get anywhere near it, I am finding the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, we can't pay the mortgage this month. Why? Tank needed to be waxed. <laughs> tank wax. <laughs> Hot taint wax. Oh, shit. And that'll be our next shirt, hot taint wax. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Jason touched on all the all the points that we wanted to discuss this episode. So, we have an interview coming up right after this of Gunny. George, can you pronounce it now? Yes. Gunnery Sergeant. <laughs> it's Gunnery Sergeant Mejia. Mejia. Yeah. He uh, he joined us and Neil for uh, a short interview. Uh, we're gonna play it right here after after this, and then uh, we'll come back afterwards and have a little bit of a closing. But uh, enjoy the interview with Gunnery Sergeant Mejia. Hoorah! On the line with us right now, we have from Clock Dodgers podcast host Neil. Oh, say hi, Neil. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? And uh, our more important guest we have from the United States Marine Corps, uh, representing from Torch for Toss this year in West Palm Beach. It's Gunnery Sergeant Mejia. You screwed it. Yes, sir. That'll, that'll, that'll work. It's all good. That'll work. <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I know you told me it earlier, and I still screwed it up. I apologize. No, that's all right. That's all right. It was close. I don't believe me. I've heard every variation since I was a little boy. It's all good. Can you Can you say it for George one more time so it doesn't screw it up for the rest of the show? Mejia. There. Mejia. That's okay. So I'm just going to call him Gunny. And, and, and that'll work. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> that'll work. 
that, there you go. That's what I would do. I would just go with the gunny. It's all good. <laughs> um, I want to thank you for uh, bearing with us this morning as we've had nothing but technical difficulties all the way around uh, from Skype not working to Jason's microphone falling off his desk. I'm excited to be here, man. Thanks for having me on. Hey, we're, we're excited and uh, grateful for uh, you coming on. First off, I want to... So we have some questions about the Toys for Tots. Um, as I told oh. you the other day when uh, when I reached out to you, we're planning on doing a charity drive. We're going to be raising money for Toys for Tots. We want to come down to West Palm Beach. Um, we're going to go to... Where did we go last year? Uh, wh- what we did last year is we we focused on the Orlando area. It's closer to where we live. Um, but Neil lives in West Palm Beach, so we're gonna we're gonna head down to Neil's neck of the woods this year. Uh, we raise money through our podcast, and we go down to the local area. We buy the toys. We try and find the best deals, but the best toys for those deals, and then we come bring them to your facility. Uh, last year we raised a thousand dollars, and this year our goal is my goal is to do more than a thousand dollars. Technically. Uh, our goal is $2,000, and then uh, my personal goal is $3,000 because something fun happens at that point, but we won't get into it with, with the gunny <laughs> on the line. It, it involves wax and my taint. We'll just leave it at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so guys, a uh, huge goal at $3,000, and there will be Periscope video of this. Waste up. <laughs> so, uh, gunny... How long have you been involved with the Toys for Tots program? So this is uh, this is my second full year. Last year I was um, I was just a Marine going to the events. Uh, basically, my the last year was my first full year with Toys for Tots, and how everything um, everything went. I wasn't really in the in the in the backdrop. I was just going to the events, you know, doing photo ops, collecting toys, stuff like that. But this year is my first full year of being the uh, Palm Beach County coordinator. And I, and I get to, um, you know, see and meet a lot of people and, and hear a lot of stories and what people do around the community to gather toys for the children. So it's, it's really neat. So it's my second full year. How long have you been in the Marine Corps itself? Uh, so later on, on the 27th, actually, is my Marine Corps, is my Marine Corps anniversary. I'll be in for 14 years. That's fantastic. Thank you for your service. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate for your it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. What made you want to join the Marines? When you did, what was, what was your deciding factor said, you know what, this is what I want to do. I mean, I, 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 right out of high school, I went to, I went to, I went to college, but not really going to college, if you know what I mean. I wasn't really going to class and just kind of wasting money. And, uh, and I needed a lot of discipline and direction and, and leadership in my life. So, um, you know, I went to go see the recruiter and then about two or three weeks later, I was out, I was shipping out to uh, Marine Corps recruit depot, San Diego and, uh, you know, going at it. So it was a good time. So what I just gathered is you are a Hollywood Marine. Well, you know what? You know what's funny is I'm I'm a Hollywood born Marine, but I was I was uh, reborn at Paris Island, South Carolina, because I was a drone instructor at Paris Island. Ah, okay. I'm glad you weren't. <laughs> so I got my a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, a little bit of both worlds, so it's all good. It's just fun to make fun of Hollywood Marines. <laughs> <laughs> I still do it from time to time, unless they're the ones that, that know that I'm a Hollywood Marine, too. So I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> In your opinion, what's the best thing about being a Marine? You know what, man? I like I like the uh, the friendships that you build. I like the camaraderie. I like being able to, you know, if I have a question, I can call my mentor or my leader that I worked with, you know, five or six years. You know, having friends all over the world from Japan to 
Israel to South Africa to everywhere. I mean, it's, you built, you built such a close relationship and bond with other Marines and their families. And it's just an awesome, awesome experience. Well, that was going to be since, since you talked about, uh, all over the place, what's your favorite post? Um, you know what? I think everyone, every post, um, has a different dynamic to it. I believe it or not, I like being a drone instructor in South Carolina. I like the area. Uh, I like my job. It was very rewarding. Um, something about Camp Pendleton was, was awesome as well. Being on Oceanside and right by the beach and just the way of life out there was cool. But you know what? Being here in South Florida, I mean, it's always warm. The sunshine is mostly always out and I hate cold weather. So I mean, it's, I, you know, I can't beat it. I, I have multiple, as long as it's warm location and sunshine, I'm good. I feel like, cause I, I was at Pendleton as well. And I feel that Pendleton is one of those places where being out in California, it's great for a short visit, not someplace I'd ever actually want to lay down roots and live permanently. You know, it's, it's, it's a little crazy expensive. So I mean, three years was enough for me and, and we needed to find, you know, something different. And, uh, you know, I ended up working out. So I, mean, I can't, I can't, I can't really, uh, fight with it. I'm good with it. One of the questions was, what did you think of boot camp? And being a drill instructor, I'm going to modify that question a little bit. What can you give us like, without giving out anybody's name or anything like that? Can you give us like just like a crazy story from boot camp, something that you've seen happen or, or something like that? Let me see. I mean, you, you see a lot of, man, I, you see a lot of crazy and interesting stuff in boot camp. Um, you know, we shot, we shot some kids into the shower to go shower and I had duty that night. So, I mean, it was pretty stress free. Um, and I, I was a senior drone instructor. So, I mean, the senior drone instructor, you kind of just, you let the, you let the recruits kind of, you know, they're on autopilot. You know, you got 10 minutes to go get in the shower and come back out, you know, handle your business. And this kid comes back out and I'm like, Hey man, did you, did you, hey recruit, did you shave your face? He's like, I did not. I'm like, well, you need to go back in there, put some shaving cream on your face and come back out. Well, I guess that recruit didn't hear me say, shave your face. So he comes back out with a full face of shaving cream. And uh, that was a little bit of a bearing check. I kind of kind of had to put my, my my face down a little bit. And I'm like, son, what are you doing with a face full of shaving cream? He's like, well, the senior drill instructor told me to come out. I said, no, I said, put shaving cream on your face and shave your face. He's like, oh, oh, I sir, and I'm like, oh man, get out of here. <laughs> there's, there's, there's funny moments all over the place that kind of just makes you think, like, hey, what? Come on, man, like. What are these kids doing? But, you know, it's, uh, overall, it's a, uh, you know, recruit training and boot camp. It's a rewarding experience. I mean, I, you get to, you get to meet and see and mentor kids from all over the, um, you know, the Eastern side of the United States from, you know, Maine to South Florida to Alabama to, I mean, everywhere. So you get to see all kinds of, all kinds of ways of life and see how kids were raised and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, I love boot camp. I, I had good good drill instructors that I still keep in touch with to this day. So, um, you know, it, it, it's a really rewarding experience. I know this is always the favorite. It was the it was the favorite last year as well. Um, what was the worst MRE you had to eat? I think my my worst MRE was uh, was jambalaya. <laughs> I'm not a big a big jumbo or a clam chowder. One of those. So I believe jambalaya. Like it's just man, it's not good to eat cold or hot. It's like man. I really want to eat the jambalaya. I just eat the peanut butter and crackers out of there. I'll just eat the peanut butter and crackers. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, you said jambalaya, and the look on my face was one of disgust. 
I'm, I'm telling you, jambalaya gets a lot of people. But, you know, now they have different cases of MREs to where, you know, there's, there's different MREs coming out now. So, it's, I mean, it's, it's the, new, the new Marines and the new recruits get a better experience than what the older guys got. So, well, so what's your favorite one now? Um, what do they got? There's one that is, um, gosh, what is it? It's uh, something egg scramble, and it comes with tortillas. I think it's like Mexican egg scramble, and it comes with like two tortillas, and you can make your eggs and like hot sauce. And basically building a breakfast burrito. And I'm like, you guys are kidding me. Like kids can build breakfast burritos at an MREs now. Yeah. When, when I was in, we didn't have any breakfast options in the MREs. Not one. Absolutely not. You were eating an enchilada for breakfast. I mean, it was. I enjoyed the enchilada, actually. The enchilada was pretty good. Any of the red sauce MREs were pretty good. Yeah, the enchilada, the mac and cheese, those are all pretty good. But, you know, after eating about a week or two of those, I mean, just something gets jacked up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all <laughs> right, we're going to we're gonna dig a little bit into the, the Toys for Tots here. That's that's our main focus. Um, what what area does uh, the your Toys for Tots specifically cover? Uh, we cover all of Palm Beach County. Um, so anywhere all the way from Jupiter up in that area down towards uh, Boca Raton. I mean, I have gotten some. I have gotten some inquiries from like the Fort Lauderdale area, from the Stewart area. So, um, you know, we can usually work with that. But I, either that, or I can put them in touch with the uh, Toys for Talk coordinators that are in that specific area. So, I, mean, I don't. I don't turn away any any guests, any uh, companies, corporations. You know, I, I try to welcome them all on. So, but for my for my area, it's all of Palm Beach County. Do you um Do you know how many families you service or? Do you have an estimate of how many families you're going to service this service this year? Um, th- well, so we so last year we did um, over about 220,000 families. So that's not close to close to what we have in Palm Beach County. So we want to do a lot more than that. Um, last year we only did about 80,000 toys. You know, which sounds like a lot, but I mean, we have a lot of kids that still didn't know, or a lot of families that didn't know where to go sign up, how to sign up, um, stuff like that. So. You know, my, my main point this year is to get all these kids in Palm Beach County at least one toy for Christmas, hopefully two. Um, but that's what we did last year, about 100, about 120, 130, 140 families, 40,000 families, and in the vicinity of 65,000 to 80,000 toys. Was there a specific toy that was given last year or, or a scenario that happened that just made you say, wow? Um, yeah, you know what? We were, we were on the, um, on the Jupiter boat parade. And that one was just a, you know, a crazy eye-opening experience. We had, we had one family and I don't even know who they were really. We pulled up to their, uh, we pulled up to their house and they donated about 250 bikes, wow. bicycles. So some way, somehow we had to find a way to put 250 bikes on multiple boats to take it back to the 18 wheeler, uh, to load all the bikes on the 18 wheeler. And that was just like, man, like these people don't have to, they don't have to donate bikes. They don't have to donate toys, but you know, they find it inside themselves to say, you know what? This is what we're going to do for the children this this holiday season. Isn't that a great logistical problem to have? I have so many bikes, I can't figure out how to fit them on my boats. That's that's amazing. I, I'm telling you, it was and for last year, I mean, it was it was just an eye opening experience for me. Like, man, this is awesome. I never I never been involved with Toys for Tots, never even seen it where I was at, um, and it was just an awesome experience to see people like during the season they're just in such a like giving mood and, and willing to donate and give and stuff like that. So it's an awesome feeling. That, that was one of the things that I think uh, myself, Jason and Neil really took uh, away last year. Um, when we went to Orlando, we got the opportunity to tour their facility, their warehouse. And when you walked in, you know, you had all the boxes for 
the torch tots that are placed at the, like the Publix and the Walmart and the do- everything that's donated and whatnot. But then when we walked into the warehouse, there was probably about 200 bikes there that you could just see lined up in a row. And it was just, it, it was just kind of uh, breathtaking to see that, you know, people have donated yeah, that much. It's crazy. I mean, you don't, you don't understand until you walk into the warehouse, like how many, it's just, it's just an awesome feeling. Like, you know, just thinking like, man, there's this many people in, and for my example, there's this many people in Palm Beach County that like care about the kids that they just want to donate all these toys. And it's just a surreal feeling. So for the people in Palm Beach County, how do they qualify to receive assistance from Toys for Tots? So there's a couple of different uh, ways people can go about getting toys. Um, for one, we work with the Palm Beach County, um, the school district. So if uh, if your child is a Title One or Title II child, uh, which means either free or reduced lunch, then the school district is going to generate a roster uh, and send it over to Toys for Tots. So those kids will get a toy um, from the school. So we'll take the bag of toys uh, to the school and the school will hand it out to those children. Um, so that's, that's one way where we partner up with, uh, with the school district. And that's been, that's been an awesome, uh, awesome experience. I mean, we have, we've had nothing but good things about it. Um, and then another way, you know, I've had a lot of questions where, you know, my kid's not in the school district. Um, you know, they're, they're a zero to four. How can I go about getting a toy? At that point, you know, we, we, we shoot them over to, uh, their local 501, a nonprofit charity and they can sign up through them or they can find a local church that's affiliated with Toys for Tots. And, um, you know, they can put their name on the list and get their toys like that for the season. That's great. What type of toys are you looking for specifically? I know when we went last year, it was a lot of infant toys because I guess most people didn't think that, you know, toys from like zero to three were that important. Uh, and then I know it was uh, 12 and up, you know, some of the more the adult toys. And that's what the Orlando area was looking for mostly. How about in West Palm Beach? What are the toys that you guys are, are most desperate for when it comes time to, to hand out the toys? Right. You know what? I think and, and talking, we, I just came back from a Toys for Talk conference a couple of weeks ago and talking to all the coordinators around, you know, around the United States and, and Puerto Rico is we're all in the same boat. Um, people, people hear Toys for Tot. And, and they hear tot, so they automatically go to young, young kids. Um, we have, we have an issue trying to, trying to get stuff, uh, for the older, the older demographic. So the 11, uh, 11 and up, 11 to 17, 11 to 16. Um, that, that's who we usually have a problem getting stuff for is, uh, is the older kids, the middle school kids and the high school kids. What kind of, uh, if, if you wanted to suggest to the people out there who are going to buy toys, uh, what would you suggest? Is there, is there favorite toys from for the 11 to 17 year olds? Do you know of any? I mean, I know electronics, that kind of stuff. But is there anything specific you you hear people request? Yeah. So last year, last year a big hit was um, uh, footballs, basketballs, um, Nerf, uh, little Nerf footballs, and then um, you know a lot of kids like uh, there's people that drop stuff like headphones you got at Walmart and, and nothing you know nothing crazy expensive. Um, but headphones, little makeup kits, um, just stuff like that. Um, so I mean, it, those were those were big hits last year. Um, you know, re- I mean, realistically, you know, we have we have a lot of kids that are, you know, they're not too they're not too picky on what they get. Um, but there's a lot of you know kids that that love the basketballs, uh, soccer balls, volleyballs, footballs, headphones, just stuff like that. So what you're saying is when we go shopping, grab a cart full of sporting goods. Got it. 
I mean, you know, we're we're we're, uh, we're thankful to get whatever whatever people get and whatever people decide to buy. I mean, that's that's the uh, that's the biggest thing. So the supporting good section. If you're there, I'll meet you there. <laughs> All right, awesome. Where can people donate if they're interested in donating? I mean, other than like at the Publix or the Walmart, if they see the bin, is there like can they go online and donate uh, specifically to you guys or to uh, the national? Or where's your main facility in West Palm Beach? I uh, think. So, um, if you, and the easiest way, our, our website is crazy long. So the easiest way that I explain it to people is if they go on google.com and they type in West Palm Beach Toys for Tots, it takes you straight to the West Palm or the Palm Beach County, um, site. So there you're able to donate a toy, look up toy drop sites. Uh, and there's, and there's probably, I think I counted last night, we were at like 37, 38, uh, toy drop sites around the area. Okay. Um, do you have a a main warehouse that uh, that that has hours if they want to drop like bikes or whatever you know not little satellite sites but if somebody felt the need to bring in larger you know a bicycle or whatever is there is there a main warehouse or a main facility to drop that off at? Yeah, we do. We do have a main uh, a main warehouse that's on the uh, the South Florida Fairgrounds. So that's where that's where my warehouse manager is at, and uh, that's where we collect the toys and all that. Okay, and and what we'll do is we'll share on our uh, when we post this podcast, we'll share the address for the main warehouse. We'll put the website for the Palm Beach County Toys for Tots Drive, so that way it gets a little more. I mean, a little more attention to it. Yeah, hopefully we can generate a little bit more traffic coming to you. Neil, did you have any questions? Did you think of something? Yeah, I just had I had two questions. Uh, one, if people don't have the time to get toys or, or know what to buy or whatever, can they give cash? They can absolutely on the uh, on the website. There's a uh, there's a spot where it says make a cash donation, and then they can whatever monetary value they want to put on there. They can they can choose whatever. Um, I'm gonna start putting out event event locations where I usually send Marines in their dress blues, and uh, they're there. Uh, basically, just a, a community relations event, and they'll have a, a box for cash donations as well, and, and all that goes straight into the uh, Toys for Tot shopping for the kids and stuff like that. Okay, perfect. And then, uh, one other question. As far as, uh, every, every, we know you can give toys and we know we can give money and stuff. Is there any way for people to give time, like to volunteer or any other way to help? Or is it just a word of mouth thing they can do to help? I mean, is there any volunteering or anything people could do? Yeah, absolutely. There's, uh, so there's volunteers, there's volunteer work available on, uh, on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, we'll start, we'll start gathering. Once we start gathering a lot of toys in the warehouse, uh, the toys have to be separated into age groups and, uh, and sex. So male, female age groups and and once we start doing that i mean there's there's plenty of volunteer work available we'd love to have anybody that is interested in volunteering uh, all you have to do is reach out through the website there's a place that says um volunteer opportunity right on the website and you fill your spot out and it comes directly to me and then i give you a call and we set up a time okay cool thanks appreciate it i think that kind of covers all the questions we had um before before we cut this off is there anything uh, you want to add to what we've talked about so that people know, or did we cover everything you wanted to get out there? Uh, I think we covered everything. You know, I just want to make it a great season, not just not just for uh, for the Marine Corps and Toys for Tots, but for the children. Um, at the end of the day, it's all about the kids and what they and and their holiday season. So, I mean, it's definitely not not about the Marines or Toys for Tots as an organization, but it's all about all about the children and, and how their holiday season goes. So, uh, my my goal is to is to have every kid. Every kid in Palm Beach County with at least two toys, but with that we have we have a lot of stuff that needs to happen. So I'm down for I'm down for mission accomplishment. 
<laughs> Definitely. Well, uh, again, Gunny, we greatly appreciate your time. Um, I know we, like I said earlier, we had a, l- a few technical difficulties, but I think we, we muscled through it. And, uh, again, we're really looking forward to coming down there and, and helping out with the cause. Like you said, it's, it's for the kids. Um, we don't do this for every year for recognition for us. Uh, we just care that we can help some kids who are less fortunate have a, have a better Christmas each year. Absolutely. I, I appreciate you guys having me on and I will, I'll send you my uh, information, my contact information. And if you need to, you can hand it out to whoever you need to hand it out to. I mean, the more, the better. Absolutely. We will do that. Thank you very much. And thank you for being on I today. Thank you. So that was our interview with Gunny Sergeant Mejia. Um, as he said, there's plenty of places to donate, plenty of opportunities to donate. We'd prefer if you donated through us. That way, uh, that way we can get George's taint waxed. But if you uh, if you want to just donate directly to Toys for Tots, there's plenty of avenues to do so. You can go to the West Palm Beach or the Palm Beach County Toys for Tots website, and we'll share that on our on our podcast page. Uh, you can donate at any of their locations, and uh, you can donate cash right on their website. But we'd much rather if you're going to donate cash, go to our You Caring page. It's the second annual FLA Toys for Tots drive. Donate some money. And uh, Neil, you have anything you want to add? No, man, that's it. I'm just excited for this. I'm really looking forward to this. I want us to get to two thousand the nine hundred ninety nine dollars for reasons mentioned earlier, and I'm just excited. No, you don't want it to get that close because Jason will put it over the top. <laughs> I might be cheap, but if it got to two thousand nine hundred ninety nine, an extra dollar could definitely be thrown in there. I still think if we get to that, you both need to do it. That's the only right way to do this. Uh, that was never discussed. <laughs> Jason, no offense, Jason doesn't have the balls. To do I that. mean, it's for, it's for the kids. If you guys are really all about the kids, you know, nobody wants to that see. happen. But hey, you know, if, if you kind of, you know, you're just a bad person, like you mentioned earlier, I oh, get it. I feel like all three of us should do it then, Neil. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Let's do it that Four week. Of us. We're, gonna, we're just going to volunteer <laughs> to drink. Let's. Uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> you're not volunteering me either. We'll all make it. We'll all make it a date we'll the day we packed. go down and get the do- <laughs> The day we go down and get the toys. Yeah, I'll pass. All right, so it's just George then. All right, guys, so. Remember, donate to the to our You Caring site. Ten dollars gets you an entry for the mini signed Le'Veon Bell helmet. We're gonna have a couple of these auctions, I think. Um, I'm gonna be seeing if I can. I'm gonna reach out to Pristine Auction, and I'm I'm gonna see if they're gonna if they would be willing to donate an item that can be raffled off. Wait, uh, wait, they'll donate an item, and I just bought one. I'm gonna ask them. We don't know if they will or not. Now I feel like I put a bunch of money out, and I could have <laughs> got it for free. Eh, we'll see. Damn it. Anyway, so uh, the first really one, the first one's going to be a mini signed Le'Veon Bell helmet that I that I paid for out of my own money from Pristine Auction. So you know it's on the up and up. It's not like I had George sign Le'Veon Bell's name and he spelled it wrong. It, <laughs> it, it came. <laughs> it's Le'Veon, right? <laughs> it came. It came from Pristine Auction. It'll have the um, the it, certificate of authenticity with it. Yep, the JSA certificate. So. Um, so keep that in mind. It's not. It's not like I'm trying to scam anyone. We got. We got some good stuff. Um, we're gonna draw that in two weeks, and we'll have a video out on that, and then we'll start our next. Our next one. When you donate, if you would like the helmet, please, please, please no, uh, notate on the donation that you are interested in being in the raffle. Put that's, hashtag raffle or something like so that. That's the only way I can know that you really wanted the the helmet, and you're not just donating to donate. So with that being said, Neil, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, you know, you know the deal, clockdodgers.com. That's kind of, you know, like that's the catch all. That's where you find everything. But if you want to follow me at clockdodgers everywhere, pretty much. And, uh, clockdodgers podcast, 
That's it, man. Breaking the grind. Let's go. All right. So if you want to, if you want to reach out to Neil on the FLA, the Fancy Life app, you can catch him at Profit with a Y. You can catch Geo at Geo and me at Doctor Mill. You can go to our website www.bftgpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at bftgpod. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. You know, check us out. Podbean. Yeah, we're on Podbean. Donate, 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 donate. It's going to be every week from now until until we decide to go buy the toys, which I believe is going to be around December 11th. So you got can I, plenty. Can I go to your website without pressing www? Probably. Give me a second. I'll tell you. I'm I'm just saying. I you know, worldwide web. Do I got to do all that, or can I just be like bing 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 and go? Listen, we do it proper around here. Put in the www. <laughs> Every time you do, Bill Gates gets more money. <laughs> www. Al Gore gets more money. He created the internet. He did. So making people work harder. Give give Al Gore more money. That way he can go save the environment. And you don't have to put the WWW. You don't have to put the WWW. All right, I'll stop reading that off. But thank hey, you. here's the thing. 2017, guys. Let's get there, all right? You know? And thank you for taking a break from your daily grind. a terrible person. <laughs>